This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Today, well, today we're going to talk about testing your equipment and preparing for the unexpected, I guess. So what I've been thinking about lately is I've been going through the the guns and the ARs and, and really kind of putting them through, I, I would call it battlefield testing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe th- those terms are a little loose compared to what the real battlefield is like, but putting it through the paces, if you will. Um, so I've been really testing stuff out and I find that I run into problems and unexpected things. Um, as I go through, like with, we'll say, you know, I mean, I'm going to use the AR 15 as, as the big example. Um, one of the examples I have is uh, like, so I got a new trigger. It was a uh, arm. I don't even remember rise armament. Okay. And turns out when you buy this trigger, if you bought it new, it came with uh little set screws. The, uh, the trigger pins that hold the trigger in place actually had a screw in from the outside that held it into place. And they would lock it. Well, the one I bought off eBay or whatever didn't have that. The guy, like, put that in his pocket and then sent this thing out. And it also didn't come with any directions. 
So I put it all together, and I think I'm cool. And I go out, and I'm shooting, and it's all right for a little bit. And then all of a sudden, it doesn't um, eject Right, it jams rounds. out. It jams. It does, you know, weird things. Oh, I know what it was. I was getting light, light strikes. Mm-hmm. Which is when the uh, you know the firing pin right? It's not quite taps it. Right. You can see a little yep. dent on the the round, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't fire. So, which is real fun to have to play with that that round afterwards too. Right. You know, right. it's like a, like a firecracker that you light and the fuse burns out. Yeah. How long do you wait to pick it up? Exactly. So you know, I was going through that, and I mean, I actually I had had uh, emailed the company, and. Or maybe I called them. I think I emailed them. I, I don't like to talk to people on the phone. You know, right. it's intimidating. Gonna start scary, a revolution, you know, but I'm scared whoa, to order whoa, pizza over the phone. Whoa, you know, hey, I don't know how you it's could be work anybody, out. right? <laughs> so no problem. I emailed the guy, and they were awesome. They were like, you know what? We guarantee it. If I can't help you out, just send it back, and we'll replace it, and don't worry about it. Wow, that's awesome to me. Guy says, well, do you know? As per the directions, so right there it was like a little poke at the side, yeah. like you cheap bastard, you bought that shit off eBay and now you're questioning me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like that. But then nobody's like, gonna read that shit. Any if if you're not I'm the victim, if right? you're a man, you're not reading the directions. He's like, look, there's two little set screws on the side that you tighten down that actually hold it in place mm-hmm. and make it more secure. And that way, when it goes to push, you know, things forward, everything, you know, is firm and and the way it should be. So I do that. And you know what? It worked out exactly like he said. And he also brought to my attention that it should have those set screws for the trigger pins. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, all right, I'll look into that. It's a good thing you're able to call that guy. So then I get those side set screw things from TACPAC. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, they just send them out. They just send them out. I was actually hitting you up for Reading something the other mind. day. That's what I was after. Mm-hmm. So I I still don't put them on because I'm like, it works. But then about 500 rounds later, all of a sudden, I start having firing issues again. And I'm like, ah, the damn trigger, whatever. I go, I put in those locking uh, trigger pins. Put those in, tighten it up, go out. I have the same problem. And I'm like, oh, that's not what it is. But it's mil spec, Chuck. Oh, we're going to talk about mil spec. So here's why I'm angry. So I had gotten to my last upper receiver, which is the the barrel, the foregrip, the, the upper half of the lower, basically, you know, which is what holds the bolt carrier group. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the charging handle and the bolt carrier, right? So, anyway, I'd replace that. And I was like, well, you know, this doesn't really line up. It doesn't, like, quite connect properly. And I feel I have to force it and put the stupid takedown pins in with a freaking hammer. Mm. That doesn't seem right because normally I can push right. them out with my finger. Yeah. Now, you're saying this is why Kevin knows I'm already upset is there's something called mil spec, which means it meets a certain standard, which like in the era of Henry Ford, 
all the gun parts should be interchangeable. Right. You could take one and put on another one. Take one off, fits for the next guy. Well, it turns out when you're in the AR-15 builder groups mm-hmm. and they're like, Anderson sucks and don't buy it, they might have been on to something. Mm. And I was like, you guys are idiots because mil-spec is mil-spec and it's just going to work. Because why would it be mil-spec? Now, some of you guys might be yelling at me going, you know, mil-spec is the lowest bidder, right? Well, yeah, that's true. But it still has a level of tolerance. Right. So, okay. So, this story actually gets worse than even Kevin knows. So... I'm pissed off and I'm like, all right, this thing isn't any good. This is what's messing me up and why it's not cycling. Now, of course, logic would say, just go get the other upper that you have just taken off, mm-hmm. put it back on and make sure everything works. And then you'd roll out the trigger and everything like that. I don't do that. I say that damn thing. I had to hit it with a hammer. I know that's the problem. I need a new upper receiver. That's what I'm going to do. That's after I pulled apart the bolt carrier group, cleaned all that, pulled out the freaking firing pin, everything, beautiful, spotless, put it all back together. Still the same problem. I'm like, damn it. And I take the upper and I throw it in the garbage can. And I'm like, damn you. At first I was going to send it back to Anderson. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, fuck those guys. I don't even care. I'm just going to bad mouth them on my podcast. That's right. That's what we... That's why we have a podcast. That's why we have the podcast. You're hearing it right here. That's the deal. So anyway, we uh, throw that thing the hell in the trash. I'm pissed off. I go to Sons of Liberty Gunworks, order me a new upper, have them send it out. No, I just ordered the upper part. So I still have to put on the barrel, the gas block, the gas tube, the foregrip, you know, the nonsense, right? All that same bolt carrier group, same charging handle. Put it all back together. Goes together like a freaking dream. Push mm-hmm. pin or takedown pin. You didn't screw it up with banging the other the other one into place? Well, I may... No, we're just going to say no. All right. That's not where everything falls apart. <laughs> Put in the freaking uh, takedown pin. Go out. Fire it off doesn't eject the freaking round which is the same problem i had with the last one Mm -hmm. i'm like damn it now the problem is some of you know right away if you've played with ar-15s enough you know exactly what's wrong when i tell you that it doesn't eject the round and cycle it some of you are going i know what your problem is you dumbass and i know now too so (laughs) we'll get there now i know but (laughs) the thing is I thought it has to be related to the freaking upper not matching together. And I thought maybe it's not lining up with the stock in the back and, you know, hitting the the spring and all that. I was like, well, maybe there's something there. Maybe it's blocking it from going back. I had all kinds of things going on in my head. That's why I went with the upper. I put in the upper, no dice, damn it. So I go, I grab another upper. Of course, it works fine with that trigger. I'm like, I don't understand what the hell is going on. So I pull it all apart again, and I end up blowing through the gas charging tube. 
or the gas tube mm-hmm. and nothing. And I'm like, oh, there must be something clogged in the gas block or whatever. And I actually pull the gas tube out of the gas block, blow through it, completely seize. There's something in there. No air goes through it. I get out and get the air compressor, try and blow it through there. Because they're only like eight bucks, but I don't have one. Mm-hmm. Right. And right now you're out. So freaking, I needless say, I got another one on order that's coming. Because obviously the air goes through when it explodes. You shoot the bullet. It goes up through the gas block into the gas tube, pushes back into that little hook on the bolt carrier group, pushes the bolt carrier group back, back into the stock. The spring pushes it back, ejects the round, and, and loads in the new powered. gas powered. So obviously it's not gas powered. If that gas is only blowing out the freaking end of the barrel and not coming back through the gas tube. I'm sure that's the problem. A new one's on the way. Now, I told you that whole crazy elaborate story, and this is why. So the idea is when you do things and you actually test your equipment and you actually go out shooting or go out camping or go cooking in the woods, cooking over a fire, or go out on your four-wheelers for the weekend and try them out, you learn where your failures are. Mm-hmm. You learn where the problems are. And the thing is, it's nothing for, well, I mean, it was a little bit. We won't tell my wife exactly how much, but to get that new weapon from Sons of Liberty Gunworks. Right. But it's easy for me to just, oh, two seconds on the internet and I have it in three days. Mm-hmm. Um, then the gas tube. Primary arms, eight bucks, and I actually ordered two, so I have another one sitting on the shelf. Right. Bam. And one was eight bucks, one was 15. I figured I'd buy two from two different right. companies. But you learn these you things. Never know. You don't know what you're going to need until you need it. Exactly. And the thing is, like, you got to test your gear. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the testing your gear. Like, it's not, oh, I bought this fancy knife and I go out and I whittle with it or whatever. But you got to go out and do. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like when you go camping, you're like, oh, shit, I forgot. Right. Well, when I, I try and do at least uh, one week camping trip every year with the entire family, get them out there, use all the equipment. And uh, the most recent time I got a uh, new tent, you know, big eight man tent, you know, all the stuff. Um, it's a little bit heavy, but I mean, that's what eight men tents are and, uh, had to set it up and it was raining and it was a, not just a regular tent. This was a yurt. Yeah. Fancy. That is fancy. But I've never put a yurt up before. No. And it was raining and it took about three hours. And by the time I, it didn't take three hours, probably took a half hour. But it felt like three. It felt like three hours. And by the time I was done, the whole damn tent was full of water. Yes. Because I'm an idiot and I don't know how to put a tent up. Yes. And that's the problem that you have when you are using new equipment. That's fine. It's fine to figure that out when no. you can walk back to your car. Exactly. And, and then drive into town and say, fuck it, we're staying in a hotel. Right. Or and that, we're going home. That's not what I did. Right. But right. I could have. You could have mm-hmm. if it was that bad. Or, oh shit, I forgot bug spray. Or, mm-hmm. oh shit, I forgot sunblock. 
Right. Because you know what? When you go out the wrong time of year and you forgot the sunblock, mm-hmm. you're like, that really messed me up. Right. Sunburn sucks, and so do bug bites. You know, or blisters on your feet when you go hiking, because you're like, yeah, I got my cool boots, and I'm going to do it, but I've never done it before. And And this is the first time I'm wearing my boots. These are the things, and like that's my point with the guns. You know, Mm -hmm. you get familiar, and you're like, I know what happens. Now, I've also mentioned this a little bit later, but people get in gunfights for the first time, or they go hunting for the first time or whatever, and the gun jams and whatever. Because you know what? You're think you're not thinking, oh, the safety, oh, the whatever. But you know what? When you go do it 20 times, mm-hmm. it becomes routine, and you make right. the mistakes now. You know, you line up the deer in your sights, and you pull the trigger, and you just hear click. Mm-hmm. And you're like, shit, and I didn't load around in there. Mm-hmm. And the deer runs away, and he looks because you both make that open mouth like, oh. <laughs> and and that awkward but that's the thing but you don't want to have these problems when you need to get the deer for food for your family for survival right or when you're shooting at the bad guy breaking in your door oh shit i left the safety on mm-hmm. and that cost you that one second right get out and do and that's the difference that's yeah. what that's what a prepper is that's what you know going out and planning beforehand having the problems now that's that's really what what we're doing here you know is planning for the unexpected um you know maybe maybe turn off your power does everything work the way you hope it does when the power goes out do you know where the flashlights are surprise kids there's no lights and it's the you know it's seven o'clock at night sun's down do you know how to find a flashlight do you know where it your flashlights flash- are? And the thing is, like, there's times you're ready mm-hmm. and you know where your flashlights are. Right. But, man, you know, and, and my wife loves to call me on it when yeah, I Yeah, well, that's up. what wives are for, right? You know? Like, yeah. oh, well, where is your Leatherman now? Mm-hmm. You know, or whatever. I mean, I almost always have yeah. that. But, you know, it's a, the, the one example that comes she, to mind. She got me because the kid used the flashlight last time and it was dying. The battery was just about dead. Yep. And I go to pull it out the next time, and it's it's just about dead. Yeah, that sounds. But great. you can't talk shit if you got batteries right next to it. Yeah, see, Secret she can. Of the pros? She can, but she can. I don't. You know, I don't consider that a real failure. No. Um, but you know, another thing to do is uh, um, and I did this uh, recently, and was surprised. Uh, decided I wasn't going to go shopping for a week, grocery shopping, and. It was about three days before I had to start getting into my preps. The stuff in my cabinets, nothing matched, you know? I had peanut butter and no jelly. I had macaroni and no cheese. I couldn't make anything. You know, I got about three days into it before I realized that the stuff that's sitting in my cabinets is not enough to carry you through. Or maybe crack in to some of your long-term food storage. Eat it for a week. And cook it. And be like, oh shit, you know, if I had salt, this would mm-hmm. be a lot better. This or, would be better if I could drown it in hot sauce. Oh, I can't help but notice I have to keep going to my kitchen faucet and getting water. Right. What are we going to do when that doesn't work? Mm-hmm. You know, or whatever. Think about, just come up with the plans, yeah. have the problems now, and I say, when you can go to the yeah. store and deal with it. I say run run tests like you, it's a real situation, you know, and don't do two hours. You know, 
I mean, maybe two hours with the the power out. But what if like something but, good's on TV later? I don't know. I've been watching Game of Thrones lately. Game of Thrones, yeah. yeah see, I don't know. All right, but uh, no, but I know what you mean. It's yeah. yeah you don't do the quick and easy. Yeah. You gotta go go a week with your survival food. Yeah, go a week with your preps. Plan on spending the money you're going to spend at the grocery store on restocking that week you used up, and eat that crappy ass dried out food. It's not good. You're gonna you're gonna realize. I know that I've done this. I've realized that maybe I need to uh, upgrade the type of food I'm actually storing. Because nobody wants to eat a can of uh, of beets, you know? That's not the stuff you should be... If you don't like beets, don't buy them because they're cheap, you know? Yeah. Keep your eyes open for food you're actually going to eat when you're doing your preps. That, that only sounds right. Mm-hmm. Now, you guys may note that we're dropping this episode midweek here. Mm-hmm. And you also may note when you listen to the episode that came out Saturday night, might be a throwback to way back. Now, I'm hoping that it was still fresh for you guys because most of you weren't listening to us way back. I think it's been, uh, it hasn't even been on iTunes for a good two years or so. So hopefully we threw it back far enough Mm -hmm. and hopefully we didn't piss any of you off. Yeah. Kevin and, likes to piss people off. And the uh, audio quality might might not have been I great. Checked. Well, that was the thing. Was That was one of the ones that was better. Mm-hmm. So what happened is we recorded an awesome episode called Master of Disguise. I got home Saturday morning like I always do. I'm doing a little quick editing and about to throw it up there. And shit sandwich. There was Nothing. nothing. It, it said Master of Disguise. There were all kinds of like files. And then when you hit play, just it was like this. Listen. Just like that. <laughs> That's what you heard. And so it kind of sucked. And I called Kevin and I was like, dude, we're fucked. It just, it's shit sandwich. So we did just record an even more spectacular Master of Disguise episode, which will be released Saturday. As always, as expected. But we also didn't want to cheat you guys. And this is the first time we were able to get together to remedy the situation. So we threw this bonus mini episode. Not that mini. We're probably in that 25-minute neighborhood. So Mm -hmm. we're not that mini. But uh, so you don't forget that we still love you. We do still love you. I mean, Kevin, a little bit less. Sometimes he's like, fuck those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, because when you send the hate mail. Well, the thing is, I, you I know just, who you did there. I just hate white people. Is that That's what it the is? the problem, yeah. Or people who are follically challenged and don't have the appropriate <laughs> amount of facial hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You You're know trash. who you are. You're trash. So, with that, go spend your money at Tack Pack. Sign uh, up if on you Patreon. If you want to send us some hate mail, uh, oh, preppingbadass at gmail.com. Okay. I read all your hate mail, and I even respond to the hate mail. He does. And usually in a polite manner. I like it. Kevin is pretty polite. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's Mr. Uh, Congeniality. Yeah, yeah. The trick is, I'll tell you the trick to this, What Chuck. is the trick? You just don't give a shit about what anybody says. <laughs> then nothing bothers you. There you go. You see, I just... I'm like, oh, yeah, yes, sir, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll do just what you want. 
And then I fucking charge the shit out of them when I'm at work. Mm, yeah. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, you'll get mm-hmm. yours. And oh, yeah. That's going to be a $1,000 <laughs> repair today, my friend. Sorry. Sorry. You know, I, I, I did what I could do, but parts, you know, parts, parts. are so damn expensive. <laughs> what are you going to so, do? What are you going to do? Also, we'll try and uh, see if we can step it up on the YouTube. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, I hear videos are the future. Videos are the future. So with that, and you know, also, sorry, if you guys get lonely and you're missing, well, you know, I, I feel like I need new Chuck and Kevin all week, every week. Maybe you check out the Facebook group. That's right. I go, I, I don't Facebook a lot, but I do once a week go on there and peruse yeah, what everybody's a, talking a about. community there. And the fellow the, people you could reach yes. out. Hamish is taking care of that. Hamish is very out well. front. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Warren is on there, and he's he's always posted on there. Got some good stuff. Murray Mayhem, always on there with some interesting little videos. He's solid with video production. I he's got an Australian Shepherd that uh, was in his last video. It's not unlike yours. Exact. Well, exactly like mine, except for his is about twice the size and well behaved. Well, not necessarily well behaved no. either. He barks at barks at Darren. inappropriate times. So I don't know, but I mean, I am saying that uh, we need to get a little bit mur- more Murray. Murray is the the shepherd. Why are you throwing uh, a lot? We got to get some there. more Murray out here. Um, you know, Darren, if you're listening, more Murray very videos. Nice. And that's all I got for tonight. Anything else? That's it. So with that, stay safe, and we will talk to you guys on Saturday. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Mm-hmm.